0: An Ireland vacation doesn't have to break your budget. Continue listening for all my best tips on how to make your euro go farther in Ireland. to the Traveling in Ireland podcast. My name is Jody Halstead, and I am the publisher and traveler behind Ireland Family Vacations, where you will find exceptional advice for your Ireland vacation. Now, here on the podcast, I give a lot of tips on traveling to Ireland, and I'm always open to suggestions, which is where the topic for this podcast came from. I had somebody reach out to me on Facebook. So if you aren't on Facebook with us, just look for Ireland Family Vacations and you can join us there. But I had uh, received a question asking for money-saving tips. This family is getting ready to go to Ireland and they're a rather large group. And as we all know, Ireland is not the cheapest place to visit. So it's always helpful to make your euro go farther. So today I have 10 tips on ways to help you make your euro stretch when you're visiting Ireland. So I'm gonna dig right in there but first I want to mention that if you feel the need to get a notepad and a pen and take notes don't worry. I have All the show notes laid out for you on the website. All you have to do is visit irelandfamilyvacations.com backslash podcast and search episode number 55. That's irelandfamilyvacations.com slash podcasts and search episode 55. So we're going to jump right into these tips. The first tip is create a budget. It's not the funnest thing to do, I completely understand, but knowing how your money is spent and how much you have to spend is really the key to not not overspending and not coming back from vacation with a massive debt. So do break down your budget. There are some really easy ways. You don't have to, to make it penny by penny, but just figuring up how much your flights are going to cost, how much your car rental is going to be, how much you plan to spend on accommodations. Don't forget to include fuel and food and souvenirs and attractions. So just figure out kind of an average of what you think you'll spend write down how much you can spend, and then do just a little bit of work and figure out how much you're really looking at spending. And that's going to help you a lot in keeping your vacation really on budget and on track. Tip number two, figure out your accommodations. Now, some accommodations are going to cost more than others. Obviously, Dublin City is a more expensive place to stay than just outside of Dublin, maybe in the village of Bray, so figure out where your accommodations are going to be and then how you're going to stay. you know do you do you need a hotel? do you need the the daily um you know the daily room cleanings, the daily towels, things like that? Are you looking maybe to a self catering accommodation which is going to be more budget friendly and give you more? more room especially for a large group self-catering is a terrific option to keep those costs down or maybe you're even looking for a hostel but just figure out your budget for accommodations and then figure out what fits in it dublin city like i said can be very expensive killarney can be expensive galway city can be expensive if you're looking to cut those costs stay outside of those busier places and plan to drive in to visit them that's going to help you save on accommodation as well. Number three, getting euros. Now, Ireland works on the euro, Northern Ireland is on the pound. So if you do plan to visit Northern Ireland, know that you will need two types of currency. Getting euros, you can get them from your bank it's going to be an okay exchange rate but not the best exchange rate so if you happen to know anybody who has been to a european union country and has euros see if maybe you can just buy some from them you know 20 or 30 euros on landing it will take care of you until you can get to an atm machine now the atm machine is going to give you your very best currency conversion you do need to have a debit card with a four-digit PIN. So make sure if uh, if your country doesn't work on a four-digit PIN for your credit or debit cards, make sure that you do have that set because you will need it in Ireland. You do not want to change your money at the airport or at a money changer. That is the absolute worst currency conversion rate you're going to get. They do make a lot of money from currency conversion, so avoid them when at all possible. Get your money from an ATM or at the very least go into a bank because banks can usually use your card as well to change money for you. Next, number four, we need to talk about how you're getting around Ireland. Now, a car rental is usually the best way in my opinion to see what Ireland has to offer. You can go anywhere you want in a rental car. But there are places you don't need a rental car. Never, ever, ever drive in Dublin. Um, Dublin City is difficult to drive in um, if you don't know where you're going and the roads are very busy. It's also very, very walkable. So there's no need for a rental car in Dublin City. There's not a need for a rental car in Galway City either. It's a very walkable area where you would be going. and even if you know if you're going to go to Killarney and then do day tours out of Killarney, you don't even need a car in Killarney town. But there, you do need a car to get to a lot of different places. So, a don't rent a car if you're being, if you're in Dublin for a few days. Rent it before you get there or after you leave. Um, B look at maybe using the train. You can go from Dublin city to I don't know five or six other popular destinations, by train, and then rent your car when you get there. So you could go from Dublin to Galway, rent the car in Galway, and go out from there. Dublin to Killarney, Dublin to Cork, Dublin to Kilkenny, Dublin to Waterford. So if you were just planning to drive from Dublin to one of those places, look at taking the train. It might be a better option. It might not. Do your research, figure out what, um, what is going to be most cost-effective for you, but it is an option next visiting attractions now visiting attractions in ireland can get expensive especially in dublin city which we'll talk about a little bit more but there are a lot of free sites that you can visit in ireland some of the um, office of public works sites that aren't as popular as others are free to visit so do look for those free things to do in each area that you're visiting Now, if you haven't been to Ireland Family Vacations, I do have a map that is clickable that can help you to find some places you may not have heard of. I also have four itineraries that are absolutely free that can help you maybe plan your itinerary and help you find some places that you haven't haven't heard of before. So do check those out. But beyond that, the Office of Public Works OPW manages hundreds of historic sites across the country and the OPW heritage pass is easily the best value you're going to find in the country. You can get a family pass for 90 euro or they have senior student and individual passes and this single pass will get you into every OPW heritage site in the country. So you can easily, in a week, visit a dozen sites for this one charge. Buying your OPW Heritage Pass is very easy. You just purchase it at the first OPW site you plan to visit. The one thing you need to keep in mind is that not all sites will have a credit card machine. So do keep on enough money to purchase the passes that you need in cash just in case you need to do that. Now, as I mentioned a couple minutes ago, Dublin City is very expensive. And while there are some terrific free sites in Dublin, especially the uh, Museum of Ireland Archaeology, one of my favorite places, um, absolutely free to visit. Of course, uh, Phoenix Park, St. Stephen's Green, and some of the public gardens are also free to visit. But a lot of the more popular sites in Dublin, the Guinness Storehouse, Epic um, immigration museum, um, oh goodness, the, the Viking experiences, all these things do have a fee. So if you're going to be in Dublin for a few days, look into the Dublin Pass. Now, this will get you into 33 different sites um, at no extra charge. So it's one charge for the pass, and then all the sites that it covers are included in that. It will also get you complimentary transportation from the airport into Dublin City. So if Dublin City is your first stop, that is really, really handy as well. And it also includes 24 hours of the hop-on hop-off bus. So it, it has a lot of really great features to it, but you do want to really look at it and see if it's going to be worth it for you. So I do have an article, it's going to be listed in the show notes, about buying the, um, the Dublin Pass, figuring out if it is the best deal for you, and then I also have a special discount for my listeners and readers. Um, if you do decide to buy the Dublin Pass and you use the code FAMILYVACATIONS, it's all capital letters, FAMILYVACATIONS, you can save 15% on a five-day pass and 5% on three-day passes, so that can also help you save a little bit of money on the Dublin Pass. Okay. Now, number eight, still having to deal with attractions. There are a lot of attractions in Ireland that are really popular. Two of those are the Cliffs of Moher and the Guinness Storehouse. Those are two of the most popular sites in Ireland, and both of those offer a pre-purchase discount on their website. So if you go to their website and buy your tickets online, you can save, I want to say it's 10%. So that can really add up. And those aren't the only sites that offer it. Those are just two of the big ones. So if you have places that you want to visit, check their website and see if they offer a discount for purchasing in advance. The one thing you need to remember with that is that when you purchase a ticket in advance, they're going to ask you the day and the time of your visit. So if you're doing that, make sure your itinerary is laid out pretty well so you have an idea of the things you're going to do on those days. And then I advise at least three-hour chunks. So if you plan to visit the Guinness Storehouse, don't have anything on either side of it that is going to possibly make you late getting there or that you have a timed visit for. Give yourself plenty of time to get to these sites to enjoy them and uh, and not feel stressed or rushed. But, pre-purchasing online is really a great way to help you save money. We're already to number nine, believe it or not. And number nine is the VAT, V-A-T, stands for Value Added Tax. So, value added tax in Ireland is like a sales tax, but it's built into the price that you see on things. So the the Aaron sweater you're looking to buy that says 199 euro when you go to the counter you will pay 199 euro there is not a sales tax on top of it the sales tax is built into the price the great thing about Ireland is that visitors can get their VAT refunded so those taxes that you're paying on goods and service on goods are going to be refunded to you at the end of your trip now VAT is not refunded on accommodations, car rental, or food. So you won't be you won't be worrying about VAT on that, but it is it will come back to you on um, products that you purchase. So, and it's about nine to twenty five percent depending on what you're buying. So it can be a nice little chunk of change. There are a few ways to get your VAT back. Some places will give you a receipt and a form to fill out. Other places use like a small debit type card system. So if you want to really dig into how to get the VAT and know what you're doing with it, there is an article linked in the show notes. I do recommend reading it. You want to file your VAT refund before you leave Ireland. It can be very difficult to get it back after you've returned home. So knowing how to process your VAT before you leave Ireland is pretty essential. And finally, number 10, I do have a book that you can buy. It is $14.99 and it is called Planning the Ireland Vacation of Your Dreams. In it, I walk you through Every step you need to plan your Ireland vacation. It goes above and beyond what you're going to find on the website, has a few extra tricks and tips that I use, and really is your step by step guide to planning that vacation. You will find links to that um, book on Ireland Family Vacations, and I would love to have you check it out. So, those are the 10 tips for saving money in Ireland. I know that you probably have loads of questions following that, and I am more than happy to answer them. You can email me at any time, Jody at irelandfamilyvacations.com. And remember, everything that I've mentioned is in the show notes, and it has additional links and resources for you to, uh, to check out and to help you really budget and plan and get your Ireland family vacation just the way you need it. So again, thank you so much for joining me. I know that this went quick, so I hope that I didn't speak too quickly. And thank you so much for listening. Remember, if this podcast has helped you to plan your vacation, please leave a five-star review at your favorite podcast host, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much. Sláig you <laughs>